You know, I, I've never seen a blogger really go in I there. I should go to a strip club and like review the sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> review their taco bar. Hello, folks. This is the Careers Over Beers podcast, and I'm the host, Jesse Kraus. So if you're listening right now, I really appreciate it. You are very much appreciated. And keep on listening, keep on sharing, keep on subscribing. Today, I have a special guest on that runs her own social media account. And I think you call yourself an affordable foodie, right? I do. Yeah, go ahead and introduce yourself and tell us what that's all about. Yeah, I'm Ashley Abedini. I do social media management for clients, and I also run ICT Broke Girls. So it's just us broke bitches out there looking for affordable food here in Wichita. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I was looking at your profile here on Instagram, and you actually have in your bio just a broke bitch looking to eat. (laughs) I I, I don't know if I had it. I was like pizza and then parentheses and the rich. And the rich, yeah. That really caused a lot of controversy. Why? Anything political. People are like, just post the pizza. (laughs) We don't want opinions here. We don't want your opinion. We just want to see what that food looks like. I get it. I understand. So why do you call yourself a broke bitch? I mean, I'm just a cheap person. If you know me, I'm like that person who brags about having something on clearance or, you know, and I, I, I think some of the best food is honestly super affordable. You know, I love the hole in the walls and I feel like that really is Wichita in a nutshell is just like a, a hole, hole in the, in the wall town. Yeah. I which love I love. It. Hell yeah. Well, today we're drinking some sours. You said you're a sour fan. I love sour beer. I'm pre-gaming with some Bud Light here. I mean, classic. Can never go wrong. I think I've had this, and I remember it being good. I've never had this in my life, I don't think. This is Odell Brewing Company, Sippin' Pretty, Fruited Sour. Are you a sour person? There's, It's no. a very... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's about usually the reaction. Nope. Usually when people say they have sour beer, I'm like, eh, I'll just drink goat piss or Bud Light or whatever. <laughs> I mean, fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> but I, I'll do it. Let's give it a shot here. <laughs> Odell Brewing Company, shout out to you guys, sipping pretty fruited sour. Have you tried it already? Yeah, it's really I like it. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah, it's it, definitely sour, which is weird. Like which girl. is weird to me. I, I love sour candy and shit, but in a beer, it's I like love a, sour beer. And I would love if there was a sour beer brewery here. Like, that's very niche. Is there not? Like. In Wichita? There's places that have a lot of sour beer. Like, Central Standard, I believe. I mean, people know them for having really good sour beer. But I don't think that's, like, their thing, necessarily. They're not just a sour beer brewery. I could be wrong. I'm not a big, I'm not a huge beer person. No? People ride, ride or die the breweries here, so. Well, we didn't have to drink beer on here, you know. We could drink whatever you want. I mean, I was like, do they do drugs on the, you know? <laughs> we'll you do know. whatever you want. <laughs> I like go home and oh my, my house is raided. I'm like, awesome. Awesome, yeah. Well, beer is a drug. I mean, I like beer. It's one of my favorite drugs. I just get very full on beer. Yeah. And I'm like, how? Do, I don't know how people do it. I like drink with my friends and they drink all day. And that's like a skill. And I'm like, that's my lineage has not prepared me for this. It's, it's like anything else. You just got to work on it. It's like, you know, you're not going to bench 300 pounds right away. You got to work up to it. I mean. And that's why I feel like I've worked up to it sort of in a way. Just like dream big. Yeah. <laughs> One day you and you. Yeah, big dreams this. here. Yeah. I mean, aspiration. So what would you actually consider yourself? Like, what would your title be? Is it just social media freelancer? Yeah, I mean, I recently went um, from freelancer. I quit my full-time job, so I did freelance. Um, and I have an agency, but it's, it's just me. So it's it's kind of, like, interchangeable, I feel like. So it's just you right now? Do you yeah. want to grow it, though? I don't know. I want to do it small enough that people, like, I feel like growth for me, it, it's interesting because it's, I feel like it's, some people with agencies, like the model is just to grow, grow, grow. And it's, it's like, what's, what's the real goal though? Other Get than rich money. As fuck. You know what I mean? <laughs> but it's surprising how you look at the agency owners, like maybe the, I don't know, I, they make less money than you would think. 
So, like, if that was the secret to success, like, people would be doing that. You know what I mean? So you want to stay in ICT broke, bitch. <laughs> Living that life, baby. You don't want to be the rich bitch. I mean, I hope, even if I'm the 1% of Wichita, which I don't, what is that? What is that? I don't even know. If I don't I'm know. Just Wichita's the 1%, a small pond, right? <laughs> what does that mean? Like, 120,000? <laughs> I don't know. But I'll still be a broke bitch. I'll still be at the hole in the walls, you know. You gotta do. You gotta. You gotta do that stuff. You know. It's you're missing best. out on the good food if you're not going to the hole in the walls. And I mean, I think that's the like interesting thing about Wichita is, like, you go to Kansas City even, and it's like a kind of a fine dining type city. And I don't think Wichita ever is going to be like that. And ever. I mean, it's it's getting more like that because there's places that people go to now that are like Instagrammable experiences, which is interesting for Wichita. Um, Instagrammable experience. You know what I mean? You go there, it's beautiful. People dress up, they take photos. Um, but the places I go are questionable inside. They're sketchy. <laughs> it's a little sketchy. Maybe you don't take the Instagram photos of the of the building of the decor. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, maybe you don't take a picture of the building itself. Looks kind of sketchy. I remember the other day I was like legit giving somebody a recommendation, and I was like, "Don't be afraid. There's there's a bullet hole inside, but like it's fine." It's cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it's coming from the inside out, which is weirder. Um, but yeah, you know, that's the risk you take. <laughs> that is. It's a risk we take for good food. And I mean, it, it's interesting here in Wichita because I, I post the South Side a lot. And people are very, like, scared of the South Side. Like, during Why? the day. It's like, it, they just are scared. I mean, it, they seem like it's... I feel like it's the hood. Like, they're going to yeah, get Yeah, I, I think mugged. so. And I'm like, it's like, I mean, they close at four. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's not at night. Fine. Uh, but yeah, that's the risk you take. You know what I mean? I love it. Yeah. Risk it all for some good food. <laughs> that's my Basically. shit. Now, I know. I respect what you do because I do that myself. I don't, you know, blog any of it, but I, I try to what's hit your, all those spots. What's your favorite kind of food? I don't know if I really have a favorite kind of food, honestly. People ask me that all the time, like, what's your favorite dish to cook? What's your favorite food? And I'm just kind of like, I don't whatever. know. I'm just out here doing whatever. Whatever's eating, available. I like food. I like to eat. <laughs> I'm a fat ass. I don't care. <laughs> I know. I, well, I was listening to the interview with Christina, shout out, and she was like, so what do you eat? And you're like, what? I don't know. She's like, so do you not have a signature recipe? <laughs> I, I don't have a signature recipe. I mean, probably steak. People that know me know I eat a yeah. lot of steak. Do you like, uh, like, I feel like we have a lot of good really like Vietnamese, like Southeast Asians. For sure. You know, like yeah. super diverse culture, which like brings Vietnamese food and like amazing Thai food. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't know if you're into that at all. A hundred percent. I've gotten into it more and more lately as well. I mean, when I was a kid, I never, I didn't even know what pho was when I was a kid. I, I and when know. I'm talking kid, I'm talking when I was like 18. <laughs> you're like last so week, actually. <laughs> yeah. But it's, I've grown, you know, I work down south at McConnell Air Force Base, and there's a ton of Vietnamese places around there. Oh, that's cool. So, yeah, I've gotten into that world. Have the you been to the fried rice place? Oh, yeah. Five dollars? Who hasn't? <laughs> that's the soup Nazi from Seinfeld, right? That's the same thing. I love it. Except it's it. fried rice. I love it. The first time I went in there, actually, they told me it was five dollars, right? <laughs> so I hand them my card, and she goes, you've never been here before, have you? <laughs> I'm like, oh, She's like, shit. we got a newbie. What did I fall into here? <laughs> I love that place. And, like, things haven't changed, but I'm so old. I mean, I make it sound like I'm an elder, but I remember it was, like, $3. <laughs> it was $3. At fried rice? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My uncle used to work at Boeing back in the day, and he says it used to be, like, 3 bucks. And Same shit, though. You have to walk in there and go, and go oh, sidestep to the right, hand your cash. I mean, I shouldn't even say this, but one time I went in and I saw the guy smoking. <laughs> Inside, I, like I still ate it, like, and it whatever. was still really good. It was like yeah. mm, smoky. <laughs> whatever, that was the norm back in the day. Yeah, right? and I mean they probably still do that, and which is what I love about places like that. To each their own, you know. Yeah, just serve me that delicious, greasy ass, yeah. cheap fried rice. We won't look at the health inspection. You know no. what I mean? But we'll just good that, that stuff. Honestly, doesn't bother me that much. I'm glad it doesn't bother you either. <laughs> Some people wouldn't step foot in a place that has. You know, I try sketchy. to think about it. So I, I won't say the name of the place, but there's this place I love. And I saw that somebody found a mouse while they were dining in, which is horrible because, first of all, I hate mice. But I try to remind myself, literally every restaurant has mice. Sure. They may not be in front of house, right? 
They might not be out in the open. Yeah, but, but like every restaurant has them. Sure. You know what I mean? They might even be underneath the chef's hat cooking the food, like ratatouille. Yeah, maybe they're sharing it. Hopefully not. Um, I've seen mice in restaurants that I really, really like in Wichita. Yeah. And it doesn't, I don't give a shit. Really? I'm kind of just, you know, eh. I want to get there. That's how it is. That's life. You're on planet Earth. There's creatures that get into things. That's a level of laid back I I need to get to. Because I I have a fear of mice. Why? I don't know. As a child, I had a lot of nightmares. About mice? Yes. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And I asked my mom, I was like, did I have a traumatic ex-? She was like, no, you were fine. Did some guy in a Mickey Mouse costume touch you or something sometime? I don't want to talk about that on, on the mic. Um, yeah, really it's traumatic just, McDonald's experience, maybe. I don't know. But clown? Uh, or I thought it was what a big I, mouse. Was it? Isn't... <laughs> Are we talking about the same thing? I'm thinking of I don't remember my childhood. When I was a kid, I used to go into McDonald's and there would be a clown sitting there. Ronald McDonald, but it would be like a weirder looking clown. And it was it was sketchy. It freaked me out. I was just to think I mean, I think they still have the play places. Yeah. Like thinking about that in a COVID world, I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, but kids are gross anyways, so so just to throw, just just throw a, them out there. They're, they're just a big petri fine. dish, right? Kids are just a petri dish. I mean, no, yeah. I don't know. It's probably a <laughs> play places are probably going to be a thing of the past at some point. I don't know. I mean, socialization is pr- yeah. Probably we're going to have to outsource that. So. Yeah. Huh. Well, anyway, back to mice. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody no, has it's fine. creatures. Every, I mean, every restaurant has stuff. I'm trying to yeah. get to that level of zen of just... I think people need to be more forgiving when they do find that because a lot of these places can't help it. I mean, yeah. even your houses, some of the nicest, newest houses I've been to, they've caught a snake or they've caught a spider that's... There's a nasty. high intake in mice this year. Is there? That's what my... So it's just going to, you know, it's going to happen. It's not like they're yeah. just disgusting as shit. And they're like, I don't give a fuck if there's mice yeah. in my kitchen, you know? As long as the reviews, sometimes it's really annoying... And you can kind of tell who writes these reviews. It's usually like a Karen or... I hate to be too specific because my name's Ashley. So I don't want to be like, yeah, that. <laughs> too judgmental. But it's always people that specifically put down um, their service. But they never mention the food. Yeah. That's so annoying. Yeah. <laughs> Especially for foodies like you. Well, it's like... Because you're just going there for the food. You don't really care to be honest much me. about the service. Yeah. I mean... So, yeah. You know... And nobody uses Yelp here, so you have to, like, do a little investigative research. Instagram, I guess, is what people do. Really? I think so. I mean, Google, too, right? Google has reviews. Yeah, Yeah, it was interesting. I made this survey, like, where, like, how do you determine where to go to eat? And it's, like, so much process that people put in. Like, usually people don't pick a place blind. You know, like, they really want to research for their money. So, like, even if they're only spending $12, they, like, want to make sure it's a good experience before they just, like, try something willy-nilly, which mm-hmm. I thought was really interesting. Is um, that not the way it is in other places? I mean, I'm sh- I don't know. I, I really don't know because I've only lived in one other place. Um, and that's I, – I lived in Austin, Texas, which is a super, like, unrepresentative place because everyone's from a different place there. Mm-hmm. And people don't stay there that long. So it's super opposite of Wichita. Like, people – where people are lifers. People are lifers. Like, you meet... It, it's hard to meet people here that are, like, totally unrelated to Wichita. Like, mm-hmm. usually they married somebody into the military. But you never know. You're getting more... Impl- like, you're you're getting more people that I feel like have no idea about Wichita. And they're just like, oh, I got a job offer. Which is kind of cool to see. Yeah. You know? I've always said that Wichita feels like a big, small town. You know? It's a big city. It's considered a big city yeah. for sure. But it's almost like a small town in the sense that you can never really go anywhere without running into somebody that you're going to know. It's good and bad, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. It's good and bad, but... I feel like there's... Yeah, like, I, I agree with that. I feel like you can't really be an asshole here professionally too much. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if... if you like, don't want to just be roasting every business <laughs> as a food blogger. And, Not even you know? that, but, like, I don't know. Like, if... You, if like one, if like two people think you're an asshole in Wichita, like you're probably an asshole. You know what I mean? And like that reputation like stays with you. I feel like yeah. We're in Austin, Texas. It's like there's so many people. There's so many people moving in every day. You, 
can kind of be an asshole. You're just another like. asshole. You're just that, a- you know. Yeah. Just another asshole. <laughs> you're, you're that asshole. I don't know. So are there um, times where you have to be an asshole, though, as a food blogger? If something just totally sucked. I mean, I've never, ha- I've never had it that bad. Really? Uh, no, I mean, I've had super slow service. Um, nobody was ever, like, mean to me and my family or anything. Like, you know... As far as the food goes, though, have you ever had something just so trash? You're like, oh, my God. I'd rather eat a frozen dinner. Honestly, no. But I probably research places, too, before I go. Do you? A little bit. So Something- you haven't eaten at every restaurant in Wichita? <laughs> probably not. There's a lot of restaurants. Yeah. Man. There's a lot of restaurants here. There's more restaurants here per capita than, like, I don't know the statistics. I've heard that. Wild. I've heard that. I don't know if that's it's true wild. or not, but I've heard before that we're the restaurant capital of the world. Which is interesting. In that way. It's interesting because it's like a lot of companies test market their products here. Like we're just to, you know, see if we're the representative sample because we're very representative, I guess, like in terms of minorities. Like we're diverse, but it's like representative of the U.S., which I think is kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Like we're more diverse than I think people think. Or the heartland, right? Or the heart of America. You know, farms, America. America. Justice. I don't uh, know. Yeah. And guns. Right. I mean, I see a lot of that. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I feel like opening a dating app is like doing market research in a town. People love guns here, which is great. People freedom. Sure. Um a, a lot of hunting. Yeah. Which is great. I love I, I'm not vegan, but Yeah. There's not very <laughs> many places in town that that offer wild game. Have you noticed that? There, you, no, there's not. Uh because this is kind of specific. I was looking for, me- like, a meat shop. Yeah. And there's some really good butcher shops, but they don't seem to have, like, unique meat. Right. There's no Joe Rogan's, like, you know what There's I mean? no Joe Rogan's, no. I don't know why I always bring him up. <laughs> I don't I don't hate the guy or love him. I don't know. But when I say Joe Rogan, you know what I'm now. talking about. Yeah. Though, you know what I mean? You're like, that guy eats some weird Yeah, there was no influence things. here. Oh. Right. I mean, I heard that he's starting a podcast. Is that true? I mean, I don't know. I wish him Is the he best. On Spotify? I mean, yeah, he, he's good. He with, made me switch. He's good with UFC and and uh, with Fear Factor. So I wish him the best. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I he'll mean, be okay. We'll see. He'll, yeah, he'll we wish do, him well. We wish him well. He'll do okay. <laughs> Prayers. But yeah, there's no really Joe Rogans around here that. Are, I mean, I don't think you can even buy elk meat locally. If I'm wrong, then somebody should hit me up and let me know. But. It's yeah, mainly, I don't know. it's all beef. We're a beef town here. But maybe because, well, like one of my friends casually the other day was like, yeah, I split a cow with somebody. And I'm like, what? I'm like, do people do that here? Oh, yeah. I do that all the time. Yeah. But I live out here in the country on the west side of Wichita, you know? And it makes sense. And you know? so I, my cousins are cattle farmers. And okay. I'll get a quarter or a half cow every year. Sounds fill my freezer. Maybe people just have, they still have the cow from last year, you know? Right. So they don't, they're not like looking for the new elk because they got already, they already got a cow. Possibly. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Never enough meat. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's let's get back to the basics here. How did you become a You're food like, blogger? We're all over the place. Um, what got you started in food blogging? Well, I'm I uh, I'm I'm from Wichita, but I lived in Austin, Texas. I moved there, and I didn't have any friends. I didn't know anybody, and so I just started this Instagram. Uh, I hated my job. I was working for these libertarians that like made me write these ads about politics and I'm like Mm. what is my life and so I made this food account and I think it did really well in Austin because in Austin there's a lot of bougie bitches it's a lot of money and so I think they were like oh somebody's like impoverished like me you know poverty is relatable oh so that's always (laughs) been your theme is the broke bitch that's going out to eat it was ATX broke girls and it did really well there um so yeah, I really love food. I've always loved food. I mean, I like. It's funny. I mean, I love Anthony Bourdain. Bourdain like really inspired me. I know, like who who doesn't have that story, right? right? Um, to go to Thailand by myself, and it was the best experience. Did you really? Of my life. Yeah, and it was the first place I went outside of the country, and it was just such a cool experience. It was super safe. Yeah. Like I'm glad I went to Thailand. That's uh, that's one of my bucket list places too. It's super cheap if you can find a decent flight. Because it's really expensive. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
I found, especially in Wichita, like it's hard to find flights, but if you can find a good flight, you save so much money because you can get like an amazing Airbnb, like a whole little mini villa for like $30 a No night. shit. Isn't that wild? Some crazy stuff happens there that you got to watch out for those lady boys, <laughs> right? I mean, you're fine. That's what they want. I mean, me unless about. you're like I mean, seeking <laughs> that out, which maybe you are. Uh, and no. that's a niche. I'm sure people do go no there to judgment. seek that out. Oh, yeah. It's it's an interesting life because there's a lot of uh, white. I, I shouldn't generally. Like, there's a lot of white rich men, old white dudes, ex, expats, right? That you're like, hmm, wonder what you're doing here. Surely it's not just for the food. I mean, it's you see a right? lot of you see a lot of old white men, and they love the Thai women. Do they? Yeah, I mean, it's a very quiet culture. A lot of men don't like. Well, women it's talk. one of those <laughs> things where when you see a rich white dude in Thailand by himself, you're like, huh. I mean, I wonder what that dude's doing here. Yeah, or even if he's here for business, I wonder what he's doing in his free time. Thailand's popping right now. I mean, not right now, maybe. I don't know since COVID, but I've I like love this digital nomad lifestyle. Like, I want to be that person maybe one day. Uh, have a home base in Wichita, and Thailand is the place to do it, man. Is it? Yeah. So, what was the food like? It was amazing. Is it a lot more different than it is in America, or was it? Are there some authentic places here where it's like the same shit? I mean. I love, there's this place uh, on South Hillside. Uh, it's a little questionable. Uh, some people would say uh, Chiang Mai. I think that place is amazing. Oh, cheers to that. That That is my favorite Thai oh, yeah. place in town. Because that's yep. by your work kind of, right? It is, yeah. So I work down there very close to that. And that's a almost a once a week thing for us. I love that work. place. It's so good. It's cheap. They have that cheap lunch menu. Oh, yeah. I love their little donuts. Everything's amazing donuts there. little donuts at the end, yeah. So good. Somebody I was dating at the time introduced me, and that was probably the best thing they contributed to that relationship because I keep going. Do you? Even <laughs> that ended, but it was it's. I love that place. Yeah, shout out to Chiang Mai Thai in I Wichita. Mean, Everybody go try it if you're around best. here. Yeah. I love that place a lot. And, yeah, there's a lot of legit places like that. There's a lot of Latin American spots that I love. Have you ever been to Gabby's? Peruvian? I have not. It's so good. I've gotten like everybody obsessed with it. Really? Uh, have you ever had Peruvian food by any chance? I don't know if I have. I probably have. I just don't know. It's super what? specific. I mean, they're known for ceviche. So you might not think okay. of like Wichita Peruvian yeah. food destination. I've had ceviche at like Mexican places before. Yeah. I mean, their ceviche is actually like really good. You might think of ceviche like fresh fish in, in Wichita. Like raw shrimp or whatever. Yeah. yeah. But it's, it's really good and... Yeah, all their Peruvian dishes are really good. Uh, yeah. I'll check it out. Yeah. It's delicious. I'll check know? it out. I'm somewhat of a foodie. I'm I'm kind of like you in a way. I don't <laughs> I'm one of you. I am. I, I eat. <laughs> <laughs> I am a fellow human that eats. Yes. No, I mean, it's funny my family are not food people. Like they're the most simple people, which is great for me because if I cooked like chicken breast, they'd be like, "This is amazing." Holy shit! Really? And I mean, I love that though. Well, yeah, my parents are kind of like that too. I'll cook some exotic stuff sometimes, and they're like, "What is going on here? <laughs> what is this? I've never seen this." You're like, "Um, it's mashed potatoes." Like, what? yeah, it's mashed potatoes with the skins on, Dad. I mean, he's like, "Well, that's just weird. I've never seen that before." I don't know what it is. My dad's Middle Eastern, uh, and he. Like, he eats Middle Eastern food, but he loves chain restaurants. Really? And I don't know if he, like, romanticizes that as being, like, oddly American, but he, like, loves Applebee's. <laughs> just like, why are we oh, go? No. Why are you making me go here? This is embarrassing. App what if someone sees me? No, but, yeah, you know. Well, I had McDonald's for lunch today, so I can't talk shit. Dude, I... I Sometimes you have this to. This bitch loves an Egg McMuffin. Is that basic? Yeah, it's hella basic. Who cares? Sometimes you have to. Sometimes you get that craving. I haven't had, like, chicken nuggets or anything in a while, but we all have our fast food. Guilty pleasures. Guilty pleasure. What is your guilty pleasure? Like, in life or? In food. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need to go down other rabbit holes here. But... I mean, I didn't go to my therapy session, so. Uh, <laughs> what, uh, I love taco shop. Which is kind of like taco kind shop, of disgusting. See, that could start a war too in Wichita because some people are on the Taco Tico train, some people are on the Taco Prano train. Then we have people like you that are on the Taco Shop train. I don't know what it is, and my it's friend. It's super cheap. It's super cheap. It's something you can digest, and like everybody can digest. Can it? 
I don't know. I, my sister is such a healthy person. And the other day she was like, Ashley, I had something unhealthy the other day and it's been so long and my body rejected it. It's just like, what's that like? <laughs> I, see, I'm the opposite. My body's going to reject healthy shit. I told her, you just need to eat more of the bad stuff to incorporate that oh, in your sure. diet. Yeah. And the bad stuff, a lot of times, that they call bad isn't that bad, right? As long as there's not a bunch of preservatives and bullshit in it. That's good know. for you. Grease. Sometimes you just need greasy food. You ever get that craving? Oh, yeah. Yeah, especially when you're, like, hungover or when you're... It's two in the morning and you're like, all right, I, I got to get something nasty here. What you eat when you're hungover or... Of a substance should not count. No. Towards, like, the calorie intake. <laughs> Have you ever been to Renee's? Yeah, it's been a very long time, though. Uh, Colorado burrito at 3 in the morning? There's nothing like it. It hits differently. I mean, that's the premium time to eat that. Oh, yeah. And there's not a lot of, if like, there's not, not very many 24-hour places here, except for, like, McDonald's, maybe, or fast food. So if you, if you have, like, kind of okay food in your 24 hours... And especially if it's, like, conductive to drunkness, yeah. like tacos and stuff. Business model. So you like taco game. shop, huh? <laughs> More than the other taco places. Um, honestly, it's right by my house. So I'm probably, I just probably just got used to it. it I know it's generic, okay? Which, <laughs> I'm not judging anybody. <laughs> I just told you I had McDonald's for lunch. So, it's a safe space. You know, okay, if I called Thank myself you. a foodie, people would laugh at me just because they're like, no, you're not. You had McDonald's today. I mean. But, you, just, you know, a McDouble sometimes is just something your body needs. I mean. It's not very often. I love, like, even Popeyes. I love Popeyes. You know, that's funny you say that because speaking of Anthony Bourdain, he actually always used to say that, you know, Popeyes was his guilty pleasure and there was – Times where he just had to have Popeyes, and they would go out of the way to do it. I mean, out of all the, f like, chicken, it's the best. It is. Okay. KFC, I'm like, there's no mm. seasoning. Yeah, I'm not a big KFC fan myself. If they had, do you like liver and gizzards? Which I know this is a controversial yes. opinion. If they had that at Popeyes. Is that your shit? I love it. Liver and gizzards? I love it. Really? <laughs> is that your shit? That's an odd thing to be into, right? I mean, I'm not, like, waking up before him. Like, I got a hangering for some livers and gizzards. I, I know people that will eat liver and gizzards, but I don't know anybody that's like, I'm it. that's my thing. <laughs> that's my shit. If they had that, I'd be there. If KFC had liver and gizzards, sounds, you'd be there? Oh, I might. But if it's as <laughs> generic as their chicken. But you don't want to have generic uh, liver and gizzards. <laughs> liver and onions. <laughs> uh, I don't know. And oddly enough, Dylan's has the best. Well, for what you're expecting, they have pretty good gizzards and lizards. Do they really? And you can just go up there. Lizards. And get <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite lizard after, to eat? After three drinks, I'm like, woo. <laughs> have you ever eaten lizard? No. I Never? don't think so. I don't think I have either. It might have to be uh, something on my bucket list now. I don't know. I really, I don't. I don't know the weirdest stuff I've eaten. Do you shy do away know. to weird foods? Like super no, exotic ones? but I'm not like, oh, take a photo. Take a photo of me eating this. Do you ever Like, eat what's the point? I don't, I never got that show. What's that, that weird eats guy? Bizarre foods? What a spectacle. <laughs> <laughs> That's not, you're not into that? I don't know. <laughs> I have very specific opinions about things that don't matter. But uh, Well, let me ask you this. If you go to like a Vietnamese place, are you going to try the tripe? Yeah. Well, okay. The tripe isn't weird. Is that how you pronounce it, by the way? Is it tripe or is it tripes? I just tripes? say number four and they include everything. Yeah, in my that is one thing that's cool about those Asian places is they number everything. Right. So you can just go, okay, I'll take the P5. They're like, we know white people can't yeah. say this. We need to put numbers. <laughs> and I, I respect that. Or pictures, even better. Right. For my people. Um, but yeah, I feel like tripe isn't weird when it's with everything else. But when you think about eating tripe, like, that's weird. The stomach lining? That's yeah. what it is, right? Yeah, I mean, see, I've never really even thought, like, this much about tripe. You know what I mean? Really? Yeah, I just eat it. And it's like, oh, this is good. But if I if I was eating, like, a bowl of tripe, I'd probably be like, mm. Mm. I don't know what I want to do well, this next time. You know, uh, you know, I don't think anybody's going to go out and eat a bowl of tripe. 
to be fair. I'm probably being like really insensitive to like a culture or something. I don't know. Um, Is there anything you would shy away from? Or are you down for anything? You know what? If I gave you a cricket taco, would you eat it? Is there a cricket taco? There are cricket tacos. (laughs) If I say yes, is there going to be a cricket taco coming out right now? (laughs) That would Um, be kind of neat if I just pulled one out. um, There's food trucks that have cricket tacos in Wichita. I would probably try it. I wouldn't go out of my way to, like, drive miles to try this cricket taco or whatever. But I did – one time I went to uh, Dim Sum – I don't think I've been there. Dim sum? Is is I don't I don't know food well to be talking about food, but you're a food blogger. I know. I know. <laughs> it's relatable food. Uh but yeah, I did not like it. But I it was everything was boiled. Um and it was like a brunch thing and somebody was like, "Oh, would you want to try a little It was like bird hand or something. And it was it looked disgusting, but I was like, "You know, I'll try it." And, and it it, was. it tasted better than you might expect but i was like am i doing this for like just to say i am <laughs> just doing it for the gram right? <laughs> it was even before the gram what was i doing it for Nothing. now that you have the gram though you got to do exotic shit like that people like to see that i mean maybe that's how i get my first 10k you know <laughs> what are you at now i think i'm about to hit 6k 6k congratulations wow thank you that's a lot do you have thank some you. competitors around here too there's a lot of, f- there's there's food people. It's there's not a like a food market in Wichita, because mm-hmm. if you think about it, there's like not that many people that are like actually getting paid. So there's like a food writer, Denise Neal, which is awesome. She's from the Eagle, and then there's like food bloggers, which are really cool. But like they're also like they work full time. You know what I mean? Right. Like they got shit going on. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's definitely food people that have like seem like they've been reviewing food in Wichita like forever, you know. Well, I I kind of wanted to get into that with you. Like, what are the opportunities for a food blogger out there? Do you have to be employed by like a newspaper, or is it becoming more of a world where you can make it on social media or on your own blog or whatever it is? I mean, it's a it's a slow game because if you think about it, like a city like Wichita, like who's going to be paying? It's a rest like in Austin. I got paid by restaurants to sponsor the restaurants on my post, and like they would pay me to go out and like showcase the menu. Um, and here, I feel like it's just an interesting concept, like this influencer marketing. Like it's it's kind of a slower concept to come here, right? So it's a, it's a slow growth. Like to think you're gonna be a Wichita influencer and start like making money, like that seems. Like a, a like <laughs> kind of far fetched. <laughs> that seems kind of far fetched. If you're gonna quit your job just to be a food blogger in Wichita, you're I not mean, gonna, uh, not gonna have very good luck making money. Yeah, uh, get some side income. Um, <laughs> but it's yeah, I mean, because it's like Wichita. It's all about who you know, and it's a very engaged, tight knit community that you really just have to get to know. Like I've only been back for a year. Um, and people have been very friendly. Like, I've met so many cool restaurant owners. But, I mean, it's still, I've only been here for a year. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, it's just the expectation. Like, what is the expectation? Like, what what can I realistically grow to in Wichita? Like, I don't know. You know what I mean? Because it is a limited. Because you're just, yeah, you're limited to the Wichita community. I mean, at some point, it's going to max out. But that being said, I mean, I do think restaurant owners are starting to understand the appeal of social media. Like, it's interesting in Wichita because most restaurant owners aren't on Instagram. Like, they're just on Facebook. And they have a big Facebook, and they've been doing that a while. So they have a their base on Facebook, but they don't understand that they can be getting a lot of people on Instagram or TikTok, you know, like, just other platforms. Yeah. <clears throat> so it's just about kind of, like, letting the restaurant owners know and just explaining to them the importance of it. What do you think the biggest platform is to grow right now? It, whether you're a restaurant or even like a podcast or whatever you're doing, what do you think the biggest opportunity for growth is? Or is it just a combination of all of them? I mean, it really depends. I think I see the most growth in general on Instagram and TikTok. Like the video content is really getting pushed out there. And I hate to say that because like I love copy. I feel like copywriting is slowly dying, you know? So it's like I'm trying to think how do I incorporate videos more? Because, like, Instagram, people aren't growing on Instagram like they were five years ago. 
Like, it's just hard, like, to go from zero to 100. Like, you have to already have a pretty built-in audience to continue to grow. It's just, it's very slow growth. Well, um, they have the Reels thing now, though, too, which is more like a TikTok interface where you're just swipe, swipe, swipe. Yeah, and a lot of people are using TikTok and, like, Instagram almost interchangeably. Uh-huh. So they'll see, like, the trends uh, first on TikTok, but then they'll incorporate that on Instagram. Um, and, I mean, Instagram's been like pushing out all the video content like if you just post photos like your traction is so low which i hate you know because i hate that's kind of like what it's forming into but yeah i would say instagram i mean it's it seems like linkedin is super important depending on your industry which is kind of like a boring platform you know what i mean but like it's important depending on like what industry you're in i mean it seems like I heard 90% of decision makers are on LinkedIn. Really? Yeah. So, like, depending on your industry, it's kind of important to be on there. So. Huh. I might need to get on there. I mean. I don't have a LinkedIn. Do you? I do. I mean, I'm not super active, uh, but I definitely LinkedIn stock. Uh, when I was applying for jobs and getting rejected, I would see who they hired. <laughs> you know, like, I'm such a nosy Nelly. LinkedIn are you? is perfect. Yeah, that's, like, why I'm in marketing. Uh, I love psychology and, like, learning about people's weird tics and my own. That's the kind of – you're in the right career field for that then, right? (laughs) Social media, you can snoop on everybody, see what their tick is. Right? I mean, I feel like social media is, like, psychology, but how do I use capitalism? Like, how do I use that in capitalism to, like, help my brand and company, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, how do I make money in this – well, that's what Never, I'm asking. That's you know. what I'm asking you today is how you no, make you, it. What's the goal here? How are you going to make money out of all this? So I'm really excited because I have a lot of social media clients. I'm really my goal in 2022 is to get all restaurant, specifically Wichita restaurant owners. It's been kind of a hard sell. I feel like a lot of them are. It, it's it's one showing the importance of social media and demonstrating that, and it's kind of I think taken me all year to be like, hey, like I've grown six thousand on my account. And it's really easy steps. So I'm gonna be doing a really fun program that's self-guided starting in March for restaurant owners. And so I think it's interesting because some restaurant owners don't know anything about social media, but a lot of them know a lot and they're just overwhelmed, right? And they don't know like- Well, there's a lot to it. If you're running a restaurant- You know, there's so much involved in just running a restaurant. People don't realize you're putting in a lot longer hours than a normal employee that's just working one shift. Dude, the restaurants are the hardest businesses to successfully run. The overhead is so high. Like, everything is just wild about restaurants. You know, can you imagine, like, all your products could easily expire? Like, people could not buy that. Right. You know, like... There's so much variables. I feel like if I was a little crazier and maybe like better medicated, I would have a restaurant. But like that's not me. So I want to help restaurant owners as much as possible, you know. But they need people like you, too, because when it comes to the social media side, if you are running a business like a restaurant where there's all those factors that it's just, you know, it's a crazy ass world, to be honest. Then you throw in, oh, well, there's four other social media websites you need to be posting on like weekly or even daily, you know. Well, a lot of them are just like, well, God. That's, I mean, yeah. I'm the same way. Even with the podcast, you know, the best practice is to be posting constantly on Instagram, TikTok, Instagram Reels, YouTube Shorts. Yeah, have a schedule, content Facebook, calendar. Twitter, Business right? owners are like, I'm so busy. Like, what the hell is a content calendar, right? Yeah. Like, when I talk to this about, like, so it's all just about scheduling. Like, have somebody that either does it for you, like, writes the content, post it analyzes it reports it or they just help you like sometimes they just need consulting and because there's so many restaurant owners that are super smart they just have so much on their plate like how are they supposed to understand the newest instagram updates when it's like hard for me to understand that because it changes every day you know right even like youtube shorts i have to go on youtube and watch videos on youtube shorts just to understand what it even is and how to do it youtube is wild i love youtube but it would be hard to like grow i feel like well, you could just look at it as another tool, though. It's just another way of getting your name out there, even if you don't make that your main way of income or your main yeah. your main following even. It's still just out there. I mean, and I mean, for a podcast, it's obviously... Podcasting, sure. You know. But, it, you know, I have a TikTok and some other things that I'm really, really bad about posting on, but it's just a way for to get exposure, you know? That's the way I view it. Yeah. And 
why not if you if you have an opportunity to post on all these platforms but you know you're the one that's supposed to be the expert on this <laughs> that is i are you mainly on instagram only then i have facebook <clears throat> but i'm naturally on instagram a like lot. you're following like you're following that is looking at your posts every day or wherever you're eating at is that mainly instagram yeah i mean i find so last i looked at my audience it's like 23 to 32 females that's my audience like it's young women uh -huh. um, and they're very active on instagram like they're on everything like they're on facebook they're on pinterest all this stuff but like people are on instagram so much like people are on stories instagram stories like the amount of time people are on instagram is truly overwhelming it's crazy but when you look at the you know demographics a lot of it is female that is in that age range right even yeah. that are you know if you just look at instagram as a whole that's what majority of it probably is i don't know that for sure but yeah it's definitely I, social media in general is skewed women um and if you see the usage of social media it's by far like the most engaged users are women um so i mean i think it's an important demographic to go to go over uh well especially when you're following an account called ict broke girls right yeah i mean uh, you don't picture a big mountain man with a big beard following ICT broke girls, probably, you know? I mean, I have relevant, like, yeah, I guess broke girl experience. I talk about, I don't know, um, dating apps. Oh, really? Yeah, I mean, just a, like enough to be, like, sometimes I'll put political things, just very little bit on my Instagram story, mm -hmm. enough that people are like, mm, let's talk about food. I'm like, okay, <laughs> all right. Everybody has a target audience, though, right? I noticed, though, it's interesting in Wichita, people, like, like, in Austin, people followed me sometimes from, like, just political stuff. But here, it's not like that at all, which is fine. Like, it's just a different audience. Uh, so, yeah, I just got to, like, be witty, but not political too much. Well, it's all about what you want people to follow you for, right? Is it just solely food that you want people to follow you for to find the best places to eat yeah restaurants a little bit of like just local businesses um like i have an office at the hive and i meet so many really cool women entrepreneurs especially and like so many people are starting really cool you know brick and mortars here in wichita so i mm -hmm. think that's kind of cool to maybe start expanding on yeah i saw it on your social media and your website actually i was looking at it a little bit snooping myself and I saw that your one of your passions you said was just helping out local businesses and small businesses, which is super cool. I feel like we have really great, like little boutiques, uh, so many. Like I love Clifton Collective. There's, uh, I forgot all the names, but there's so many cute little places. And I don't know if people have a lot of like expendable income. I don't know if there's like a huge demographic that does well with those kind of like stores. But I have a friend, Bella Bonita, she like started a store, it's a scrunchie place. I mean, she does a lot more than scrunchies, but she started like a brick and mortar because people just like absolutely loved all of her, all of her creations. And it's like, you would have never thought that would happen in Wichita, you know? Sometimes you just gotta do shit and it'll take off and nobody really knows why, but hey, there's a customer base for it. Right, I feel like it's- Why like, not? It's like a up and coming like artsy type community, which is really cool to see. Yeah. You know, like I'm I'm not in the art community so much, but I think it's cool that what we have going on. Oh, for sure. I mean, when you look at bigger places like Kansas City you mentioned earlier, there's there's a lot more of that than there is here, which it's growing here like you said, but you look at Wichita 10 years ago and there was nothing like that. So, it's getting better. I feel like it is. I feel like it's growing. Uh Yeah, I mean there's a lot of boomerangs like me that have been gone for a while and came back and we're like, okay, it's like not so bad here. Yeah. You know? It's decent. <laughs> the cost of living is low. There's the traffic. Which is attractive to you probably too, right? I mean, I feel like I'm balling. Yeah. I'm like, you, what, you can what ball out in Wichita, I mean, right? I was at the Dollar Tree yesterday. I was like, what? <laughs> Do you ever check out any like crazy places in Wichita? Like any strip clubs or sex shops? <laughs> Because I feel like we have like Patricia's and Vegas Video and all those places, and you know, I mean, I, I've never be, seen a blogger really go in. I should there. go to a strip club and like review the sandwich, <laughs> <laughs> review their taco bar. Is that a joke? I don't know. <laughs> I'm just, 
like, is this, do I need to go to this Maybe they have a buffet. I don't know. (laughs) I've actually never been to a strip club. Really? Yeah. You're not in the right place to do it, probably. I mean, okay, Portland. Have you ever been to Portland? Portland, Oregon? Yeah. I have not. So they're known for strip clubs. People go there to eat. Really? Sounds weird. Portland's a weird place. That's okay? an o- that is an odd experience. It's a weird place. Grabbing dinner at a strip club. But people like, I was gonna go to a strip club if I was in Portland just for the food, but it ended up not working out. But I feel like I would go to like that. Like I would go to a strip club for some good, good wings. For some good grub. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, if you can get, you know, you might not be into the strip tees or even a girl. They're just like you know on my face, and I'm like, mm. but they have good food. <laughs> The wings are killer. It's just should a matter I, of like trusting it, right? If you don't trust a mouse in a restaurant, do you really trust like just a bunch of who knows what going on all around I mean, you? And, but if you're like me, you don't care. I mean, <laughs> I should I should go to like like what's what's like the food they serve in jail? Psych wards. You know uh, what I mean? Should I go to that? That's a good point too. You could. You know, you could have these categories, these little subcategories of weird places that serve food. Because I, I guarantee you, I don't know for sure. I don't sure. know how I could sneak my phone into the prison, but <laughs> I'm like, you guys don't understand. I need to blog this. Yeah, just say you're going to interview somebody there. I'll but be like, oh, is BTK here? <laughs> BTK in the, in the house? I wonder what BTK eats. You know? You ever thought about that? I love researching I'm a weirdo, and I'm revealing a lot about myself, but I love learning, like, people's famous, like, last meals. Mm-hmm. And people just have weird requests. Like, what would be your last meal? My last meal? Honestly, it would be a bunch of things. I would have to have, like, a table full of random shit. I'd have, like, some chicken wings. I'd have a big, fat ribeye for sure. You know, I'd probably I mean, get just a ribeye cap. I'd go all out. Some Wagyu beef. Um, See, I mean... You're there'd really be a, there'd be a bunch of random stuff there. There'd be like a Reese's peanut butter cup over here, you know, a tomahawk like my ribeye. Meal? My last meal. What what would you do? I mean, I joked that I would do never ending breadsticks at Olive Garden, but that's a bad <laughs> response. Um, I don't know. I think I would eat Persian food. Like I'm I'm half Persian, so it's like it's like home, like kebab. And you want to get that, that, that little stuff. home feel before you get before executed. I, <laughs> before I go back home. <laughs> I like the way Daniel Tosh put it. I'm going to eat a bunch of Taco Bell so that you motherfuckers clean oh. some shit up. Oh, Daniel Tosh. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are going to clean some shit if you're going to kill me. I mean, no. the way they used to kill people back in the day, it's wild. Some of them were better, in my opinion. I would take the guillotine over almost everything, or the guillotine, or whatever, however you pronounce it. I mean, it seemed like those weren't all that effective, though. Really? Yeah, because it wasn't... Chopping your head off? Because it, like, it took some. Like, it's not like, whoop, and then your head was off. Like, they sometimes, didn't they have to try a few times? I don't know. I always was under the assumption that it just whopped your head off, and there you are laying there looking at your body for, like, ten seconds. Like, Maybe oh, it was shit. just this gruesome case that I, like, researched too much, but it was this one case that stuck with me, and it was a public execution, and this was, like, the last public execution. But it was, like, I don't know if the guys fucked with the guy, and it just wasn't that sharp. Yeah. That's but, a dirty trick. <laughs> and it's a public execution. Don't worry, it'll be quick, buddy. Don't worry. They have a dull blade on there. That's a yeah. That's kind I of, mean, if it works though, there's no better way to go out, in my opinion. What about like just what they do now? Leave well, them. I don't know because there's a bunch of controversy behind that. Some people think that it's more painful, and they don't actually know the pain when you're dying by the shot or whatever. You know, they can't come back to let us know. Yeah. I mean, I feel like. But the, like the head chop off, that's just boom, it's done. There's no way you're feeling but that. But you you can blink for a little bit and still be alive. That's what I'm saying. You're gonna be looking at your body like, oh shit, that actually happened cool, dope. for like ten dope. seconds. <laughs> yeah, that's not a bad way. The electric chair would suck. I right? mean, I don't want to re- regress. You want to progress? I, I mean, I don't know how we can get better. Dr. Kevorkian, like, like go on a party bus or something. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know either. Just give me a tomahawk right by and chop my head off, I guess, and I'll be good. I mean, there's better ways. <laughs> <laughs> it's more about the last meal than the way it is to die, right? 
Exactly. <laughs> Would you rather have your big last meal and not get to choose the way you're executed or get to choose the way you're executed and not have anything to eat? I would probably choose how I got executed. Yeah. That's an easy one. But if what if they were like, we're going to stab you for days? That would suck. You're going to stab me full of fried chicken. That's fine. Sounds like a personal problem. <laughs> Get in their head. We're into some weird shit now. I don't know how Welcome this got me. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, <"Arr." laughs> Exit. Uh. You're like, you have a job, right? <laughs> so Persian food, huh? Have you ever had it? There's no Persian restaurant here. There, there's there been a few, but they've always closed immediately because nobody goes to them for some reason. I think they just don't know about it. What's a Persian dish? I don't even know if I know of one. I mean, they're known for, like, the uh, kebab. So it's, like, on the huge skewers. Oh. So you probably know them for that. Uh like a Mediterranean style, um, what do they call that? Chicken shawarma or beef shawarma? Similar. Where it's all stacked on a big skewer and it's just kind of slowly roasted and then you chop it off? Are you talking about like yeah, little I mean, kebabs? That's, that's, yeah, like that's the um, gyro. But the, I mean, it's still good. Are you talking about like individual kebabs? Yeah, just, just like getting the, you know, the beef and just like putting it on the skewer. Oh, yeah. I, I don't that's know good stuff. The, uh, yeah. Gotta love kebabs um but now they have really good stew they have really good lamb um yeah we have really good like it's gourmet sabzi which is like our traditional dish super yummy um nothing too crazy but it's just like interesting herbs Um, really yeah and the the rice is has a lot of fruit uh there's a lot of pomegranates which is kind of interesting like you guys don't fuck with your rice here you know no do we need to? <laughs> I love throwing stuff in. I like cilantro lime rice, which is really basic. It's just lime, cilantro, and salt. But I mean, you know, I like any. Wrong. You know, I like any rice to be honest. But we don't have a lot of rice dishes where you're incorporating stuff. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, there's just a lot of. St- we just put fruit, nuts, and stuff. I don't know if I've ever had fruit in rice. Well, I take that back. Chiang Mai Thai, pineapple fried rice. Yeah. I have. So good. That's good shit. See? So I don't know if I've ever... something. Yeah. I've never had pomegranate or anything like that in rice, so something real Just sweet. Fuck shit up, man. So Does good. It? It's so good. And then they make this rice dish, and, like, you turn it around, and it's all crusty on the top. Tatic. So good. There's nowhere in Wichita I can get that? No. Really? Yeah. I mean, there's not a huge Persian demographic, and uh-huh. they know enough to probably not have a Persian restaurant. I say that. People should start a Persian restaurant. For sure. Yeah. I'd go. I'd publicize it. 100%. Bring it here. It's my people. Yeah, you need Eat to get that out there. Every day. Do you know any Persian people in town? My dad. <laughs> Does he want to start a restaurant? No, he's like, I'm retired. I'm good. <laughs> I really wanted to do a food truck with him um, and name it Saddam's Kebabs. Saddam's Kebabs. <laughs> I was like, Dad, no one likes Saddam. We couldn't even Saddam. <laughs> he was like, no. No. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. I don't know if people would really like to eat at a place called Saddam's Kebabs. I mean, I don't know. I had I had a few names. Just a few ideas. <laughs> I really want to start... I'm not going to do this, but if I was going to start a vegan restaurant, it would be like heaven or hell, and it would be like really healthy stuff, and then I would just like bastardize, like hell side. bastardize all these like regular dishes and just make it vegan. Would you? I Interesting. Mean, yeah. I feel like there'd be a lot of people that would go that yeah. aren't normally vegan. Well, you could make heaven or hell, and you could do the heaven dishes are vegan, and then the hell dishes are meat. Like, you know. <laughs> yeah. But like, you really wanted to get in like true. the controversial like. That's true. I feel like vegans would be like, but like, how are they? Are they cooking our food? Like, you know what I mean? Like the cross contamination. Oh yeah. I joined this Wichita vegan Facebook group. I don't know why, because I was just feeling silly and goofy, and I joined this group, and there's not that many of them, but they're hardcore. Really. Yeah. <laughs> well, 
you got to be hardcore to be vegan, right? When everything's made with animal products around you. I mean, yeah. To stick it out and actually be a vegan, you know, that's a lot of dedication. Yeah, and I mean, they're really excited when they find, like, fake chicken nuggets at Dylan's or something, and they'll <laughs> post about it, and they get all everybody excited. See, that's always been weird to me how a lot of vegan dishes or a lot of vegan foods want to mimic what meat tastes like. I know. Isn't that crazy? I, yeah, I don't like that trend. Yeah. I don't care what it looks like if it tastes good, but so many people, like, the Impossible Burger tries to make it look so much like they try to make meat, it like a regular whopper, it which right. So really, what's what's the point? And so they're putting so much money and like scientific research into having it look like meat, but like, who cares? They want it to. They want to make it just like meat, and just you know, eat meat. In my opinion, if you want to be a real yeah. vegan, let's make dishes that are amazing that don't fresh look like meat at all. That are just fresh yeah. vegetables or whatever it is. Yeah, I love places like if I do go to a vegan place, which I mean, there's only I think one. In Wichita, but like, I like the places that have a lot of fruits and vegetables. And yeah, there used to be a food truck actually called Kind Cravings in Wichita. Do you remember that at all? I, I feel like I've heard of them, but I don't know if I've ever. The been food there. was fantastic, and they were. It was a vegan food truck. Oh, cool. Or maybe it was just vegetarian. It was one of the two. Either way, you know, I would consider myself a big meat eater, and I I thought the food was fantastic at that That's cool. food truck. So if you can make it right, you know, it's it's yeah. delicious. You don't need to copy a Whopper. You don't need to make something like a Whopper yeah. for it to be vegan. You and know? it's like, I mean, I think people are open and not eating meat in every meal. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. like, I feel like carnivores would go eat vegan food maybe if like. If you make it right. Yeah. If they're trying to copy meat, a carnivore is going to be like, that's not meat. So. But I do have some friends that are like, vegan? Like, what is that? You know? Yeah. And they're just like, like. <laughs> <laughs> Which I get. I kind of get that because <laughs> some of it is weird. Yeah, teach their own. If, if that's what you want to do, that's what you want to do. I'm not going to judge. Let me eat my vegan hot dog. Let me eat my ribeye. I've never eaten a vegan hot dog, but... <laughs> There's actually another place in town, now that you mentioned vegan hot dogs, called Wheat Street Dogs. Okay, that place has a cult following. And they're, they only usually... I've been trying to find this, like, trying to, like, order from this place, but they usually only are open on like monday and they're at wichita state yeah and so it's hard it's actually very good that's what i've heard dude i've had it too really? i used to work downtown and they had when their little stand would come around i need to check them out it's really good and like i said i'm a big meat guy so you got to really really have good shit if you're gonna pull a vegan dish off with me and i, mean, I, I thought it was fantastic that's cool I've shout out to wheat street dogs have you need to give it a shot. I, I know. But whenever, like, the one, they don't work that much. Yeah. Which I, I want that life as well. well I live that life sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, they're doing other stuff. Right. But, yeah, I need to get there on Monday. I Hell, yeah. On Monday. I'll, like, well, uppercut the university kids. <laughs> you don't know. I'm just, I'm five foot. I won't do that. They're They're large. Yeah, most of them are very large by I, that age. I drove by a middle school the other day, and I was like, what do they feed children? Or maybe I'm just so Wheat small. Street Dogs. <laughs> those those <laughs> vegan byproducts. They're feeding them all those GMOs, getting them huge, right? I mean, <laughs> I need some of that. No. Well, do you have anything, any last words you want to say to, like, uh, people out there that want to be a social media person? Or anybody that wants to blog about food or blog about anything. I mean, what's your advice? I mean, I think Wichita is a very open market. Uh, I feel like the community here loves local people that are talking about restaurants and businesses. So if you think about starting an account, just do it. See where it goes. I think there's definitely potential in Wichita. I think restaurants are starting to see the value in social media and advertising. So yeah, if, if you have an inkling, go for it. Get involved. Just do it. Yeah, it's definitely, I mean, it's not a saturated market, which is a great thing about Wichita. Like, if you want to do something here, there's probably not a lot of other people doing exactly what you want, mm -hmm. which is nice. I mean, I felt like in Austin, there were so many people, you know, that it was hard to, like, separate yourself. So here, at least, you know, you can have your own little brand. Like, you can have a specific brand identity and probably be so different than most people. What about people that want to be part of an agency and just outside of food and blogging and all that other stuff. Are there opportunities like that with employers out there that are hiring tons of these people or 
Is it something you mainly have to do on your own? It's been interesting. I mean, I don't really know the landscape here in Wichita because I haven't like been looking so much. Um, a lot of people are doing their own thing with social media. I think it's good to have uh, maybe agency experience. So if you could get a job with an advertising agency, especially in the beginning, like that's great. Stay with there as long as possible. Um, just with the insight of maybe doing your own thing. And I yeah. mean, a lot you can do freelance part-time while you still have a full-time load. I kind of wish I gracefully went out, but I just hated my job so much. I didn't want to like, like go crazy. It. So yeah, I was like, I'm just going to quit. Um, but yeah, there's definitely a lot of paths to Maybe do it all freelance. at once, you know? Maybe work for an agency and also just do your own thing on the side and see where your account grows to, you know? Yeah, I mean, whatever, you know, works for you. Yeah. Right on. Well, you want to shout out your social media handles and your website? Yeah. Um, so I, you can follow me at ICT Broke Girls, and then my social media is Abedini Social. Abedini Social. Can you spell that? Yeah, it's A-B-E-D-I-N-I, and then social. And Facebook, Instagram? Facebook and Instagram. TikTok? No. No? Slow. <laughs> Old millennial, slowly getting. Old millennial. I, I love I love TikTok, but I'm slowly getting onto like the content creation side of TikTok. Yeah, and you're starting your own podcast. Yeah, so I love talking about mental health, and there's such an overlap of business owners and people that have mental illness. Um, so I love talking about that, and I've already had a lot of conversations with women business owners here that have ADHD, bipolar, depression. Um, so yeah, I'm starting that. I'm planning to hopefully launch it uh, probably mid-January, and it's the Bipolar Next Door. The Bipolar Next Door. Right on. I'll be a supporter. I'll Thank shout you. you out. I'll Thank throw you. all this in the description. And I'm going to keep following your stuff because I'm a foodie myself. Well, thank you for having me on. So, yeah, for sure. Thank you for coming on. I really appreciate that. Keep doing what you're doing and keep informing all of us out there that are looking for places to eat. And... Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Sour beers. Odell Brewing. <laughs> oh